0: there in the wonderful world of the internet i know it's been a very long time and i've been dealing with a lot of stuff but i'm glad to say i have everything set back up i'm good to go i have all my information and uh, let's get on with this so for everyone who is uh tuning in to a fresh new episode this is the one chart podcast this is uh nick doing his thing like always Uh, Of course, my main objective is to get that information out there from the world of everything nerdy, geeky, and everything else you can think of and bring it to you. Um, Like I said before, yeah, I was going through some stuff I moved in a temporary spot, but I'm not going to get into full details with that. Um, But yeah, I have all my stuff set up, uh, had some technical issues, but I was able to fix that. And now I can go ahead and get back into recording again. Which is amazing. Uh, so, with all the little minor details thrown out there, let's get into the episode I was going to do before the the hiatus. The hiatus or the, uh, the, the big, big gap of silence. You know, other than me being on Twitter every once in a while. Um, I'm going to go off and start off with this show, this episode, with... The Eternals. Now, I wanted to do this one because um, I just got now uh, I've watched and now I own uh, Avengers Endgame and while I was watching pretty much the entire movie lineup of all the Marvel movies, I thought to myself, you know, we only know so little about the Eternals and for most people they do because they have a certain tie-in with the creator, which I'll get into in here in a little bit. Um... So, with no further ado, let's get on down with giving you that information about the Eternals. Now, the Eternals were their first appearance in the comic book world was uh, Eternals number one, July of 1976, and their creator was none other than Jack Kirby. Now, the Eternals, like I had stated before, have a unique tie in with Jack Kirby because Jack Kirby used to work for Marvel. And then moved over to DC. Now, the Eternals and the New Gods, which is DC's Eternals, they have a a close tie-in. Because they're pretty much the same thing, just a different setup. Uh, Let's see. But with this, it was published by Marvel, like I stated. Um, Now, in 1970, now this is a unique little setup because... Um, in order to understand how the Eternals came to be, you kind of have to go through what Jack Kirby was going through. So it's kind of like a little bit of both with this. But yeah, in 1970, Jack Kirby um, leaves Marvel, and he goes to DC and starts doing the New Gods. Um, Like I just basically just said before, huh, going around in circles. But I say that because it does have some importance because... Uh, with Jack Kirby doing this, it, it has those similarities and you can see it because you can look at, uh, dark and then compare him to Thanos, except dark side is, he's basically a God. Thanos is a wannabe that, uh, wants to have the power of a God to fix the problem. And then of course, dark side just wants to kill everything, uh, which is the, that's your minor difference. One wants to eradicate half the life. The other one wants to eradicate all of the life. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Now, going back into this, uh, when he made this switch, he uh, apparently the the story was incomplete um, and it was canceled. So that that sucked, honestly. Um, So with that happening, Kirby then comes back to Marvel and then he starts working on the Eternals which is something, like I said and stated, with the New Gods. um, He begins with the Eternals, and um, just like the New Gods, there's no resolve. So with the Eternals, they're they're always up in the air with whatever Jack Kirby's trying to come up with. It's one of those things where it has a good start, a steady middle, but the end, or shoot, even with the middle, you don't even know how it's going to play out. It's one of those... I, it, it's a gamble, so you, you have to give these characters uh, some type of premise, and that's what Jack Kirby's trying to do. Um, now, it get, it falls upon uh, Roy Thomas and Mark, and sorry if I butchered his last name, um, Grenwald. Uh, they used the Eternals in a Thor storyline uh, that came to an end in Thor issue number 301. Now, I, that's an issue I have been trying to find, but I haven't had any luck yet. Um, if I do go to the upping the up uh, up and coming convention that's going to be in Chicago, I might be able to find it there. But I don't know if I'm gonna go yet or not. But uh, once again, just stuff up in the air, you know. Just trying to see what what sticks and what doesn't. Um, the celestial. So now we're going to dive into the actual Eternals and what they've done and how they've become who they are. Now the the Eternals, the Celestials, they uh, they experiment on mankind, and they come across they come across these these three unique beings. You have your Eternals, um, you have then your your unique people, which has the mutant genes, which don the X Men, or just you think of every mutant out there there you go uh then you have like this, this uh, i believe they're called deviants they're like uh the eternals but they're mutated um but yeah that's uh that's a whole other story that's uh thanos right there for you because he was an eternal but with a deviant mutation um now the the Titans, who was created by Jim Starlin and uh the Uran the Uranians? The Uranians, um, who was created by the great Stanley. Um, they were reconnected as being eternals as well. So it's it's two groups, three groups, it's growing because you, you know, it's it's a um mind meld in progress, you know. Uh, now 1985, The Eternals come back for a 12-issue miniseries under the writer of Peter B. Gillis and um, ooh, Pen- Peniller Sal Busima. I am sorry if I butchered that because I feel like it did. Um, Peter Sanderson, a comic book historian, uh, quoted that the editor-in-chief, Jim Shooter, did not like Gillis's scripts. So Walter Simonson wrote The Final Four Issues. So once again, this is a uh, one of those many, oh, uh, I better figure this out or this works with that and that and this. It's a huge conflict of ideas and putting everything together so it all works, you know, because you can't make a movie without some type of plot and premise or you can't write a book with that same story, you know, that same seen. Set up uh, Now, going further down this timeline, in 2006, Neil Gaiman and artist John Romita Jr. create a miniseries to make the Eternals role in the MCU, or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, up to date. Which, I'll get to that later on down in this show, uh, was originally six issues, but then it, they had to make it seven due to a massive story. So there was a lot, there was a lot to uh, uh, bring in. And really described, gets the Eternals, of course, really, really, really big, big storyline. Um, so, going into the, finally, the origin, origin of the Eternals. So, five million years ago, the Celestials, is how this all started, uh, conducted the experiments on proto-humans, which dawned the Eternals, as well as the Deviants. Henceforth, right there, uh, the mutation, Thanos... And then of course, uh with Thanos' little family uh Star Fox, who you can't forget him, which it's would have been nice if they would have made a small little uh, uh note, or you know, they would have talked about him a bit in the movies, but it's the movies and their main focus are main heroes, main villains, and uh support now with um with going back at those uh experiments, uh creates mutants, which dawns apocalypse, wolverine. So basically, all the old G mutants that now have a spot in the current X Men universe, um, of course, Apocalypse being the world's oldest, Wolverine being just Wolverine, and so on and so forth. So you know how all that goes. Now the Eternals aren't immortal, but they do have a very long lifespan, um, but they have a very low birth rate. So just picture being, you know, fifty years old, even though you look like you're twenty five. And you have, like, let's say one child born every two or three years. At least that's what I'm thinking of. Unless their birth rate is like a normal average human being. But I'm not entirely sure with that. I couldn't find that information. Um, But that's when they started to interbreed with the humans, uh, which resulted, the results were a normal human. Now, of course, with, you know, how that happens with uh, uh, eternal... um, you know, mating with a, a normal human, there's going to be uh, another unique person with a unique power. But um, we've seen enough movies and read enough comics to know how that goes. Now, their abilities. Now, it's uh, it's very expansive. But, I mean, it's not too overwhelming. Um, it can go from concussive blasts, super strength, um, reading and controlling minds. We have flight illusion, teleporting, creating force fields. And uh, Groups of Eternals, three at a time, can transform into Gestalt, uh, or normally called as Unimind, which, um, yeah, it's think like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers if you want to, and uh, go from there. Now, with all of that being said, um, for people that have been following all of the Marvel Universe stuff, and of course them being bought up by Disney, um, there is going to be a 2020 Marvel movie called The Eternals, where they have they already have the cast. I'm not sure where they are with the uh production if they started, if they're in the middle or if they've even finished production. I'm not entirely sure. But I know at least with the cast it looks to be um pretty decent. Um I only have uh four that I I know of that are very uh they're well known. Um and we have Angelina Julie as Athena, Athena. Not Athena. Sorry. Uh, Selma Hayek as Ajax, Kit Harrington as the Black Knight, and uh, Richard Madden, who is going to play um, ooh, Icarus? Icarus, yes. Um, so, of course, if you own Disney Plus, or if you've just been glued to the internet to see exactly what's going on and how it's happening, um, you know, awesome. I feel like this should be out sometime this year. I still have to look into to see when and exactly when that or when it's going to come out, because I would love to watch it and see exactly how well they did, because with a movie like the Eternals, it can open up so many doors to so many things like seeing the uh, the birth of Apocalypse or seeing so, you know, like an Eternal falling in love with a human and that human giving birth to uh, Wolverine or uh, something along those lines you know because it's 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 expansive it's big marvel is big it's just don't you' you, don't, you never know where they're gonna end and and that's why i love 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 marvel so much because of um all the stuff they can do with their characters regardless if it's like an awesome storyline or If it's one that starts slow and, you know, it drags, it lags, but then it picks up and gains momentum. And before you know it, you're loving that character more so than, I don't know, Gray Hulk. (laughs) But aside from that point, um, that is that breakdown um, for what I I wanted to do today. Um, Sorry about the silence, everyone. Like I said. And sorry if I kind of went around in circles, but with this particular episode, it was gonna be a little weird. And I knew it was gonna be weird. And even though I proofread everything and I, I recited everything, I still ran around in circles and I know that. But as I, I get back into things, I'm I will hopefully, hopefully, uh improve. So, you know, I can help with the, you know, work with the craft. Words. So this is Nick. One Sharp Podcast talked about the Eternals from their their rocky beginnings into basically how they became a part into the Marvel Universe. Um, of course, keep your your eyes out for the movie when that comes out because there's also going to be a couple other wonderful little uh, shows that are going to pop up. If you own Disney Plus, we have Loki as well as Wandavision, uh, which has different playouts of what happens with Scarlet Witch and Vision, which is going to be a really good good watch i believe especially with loki um so everyone you all have yourself a wonderful day um seems a little a little iffy right now but um just feels weird doing this again but it doesn't feel too weird so until then go ahead and uh modify your suits and polish your hammer because it's about to break it down all right take it easy